Nurse's station. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the 10th floor. It's me, Matt. Hi, everybody. It's Kat. And you're here. You're riding up the elevator all the way up to the 10th floor. And as soon as you step out, alarms are going off. Beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop. Nurses are running around. Elizabeth is like, I need Dr. Navarro. Where's Dr. Navarro? And then we're standing here on the elevator going, who's Dr. Navarro? I've never heard of Dr. Navarro before. Who's that? And then they find Dr. Navarro and she has a face. And she has lines, and she's a real person. And I thought, maybe we've met Dr. Navarro before, and I just don't know who she is. Hmm. And then we listen um, carefully to find out what the problem is. What's up? I, doctor, now, I've heard of Dr. Navarro's name. Like paged, right? Hospital. Dr. Yes. Navarro, third floor, Dr. Navarro. Now, when I saw her on screen... I recognized her, but I wasn't sure from what. Hmm. Was it from General Hospital or from some, something I've seen the actress on doing previously? I wasn't sure. I don't know. Let's look it up. But anyway, Dr. Navarro apparently is the, 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 the person that is uh, that, that's delivering babies. Yeah, she's that, she's she's taken she's taken the place of um um I guess she's taking the place of Brit right now, right? Uh, Brit yeah, well, I guess OB. Brit, Brit's OBGYN, she's also Steve's chief of staff, and then also um, Kim, Dr. Kim Nero was OBGYN baby doctor. Yes, and before that, there was another doctor I don't know. as well. I don't know who it would have been before yeah, that. Been, and I don't remember the character's name. I don't know. Uh, but Dr. Navarro has been on the show since April 25th, 2019. She first treated Carly. She was oh. Carly's OBGYN for the spina bifida stuff for for Donna. So I guess she's been on staff oh, for a little while. She's been the... the... Oh, and the... So we've seen her on screen then. Yeah, yeah, a couple of times then. Uh, yeah, Dr. Navarro, OB, lead OBGYN, baby delivery doctor. Elizabeth needs to go find her because there is a problem with Sasha's baby delivery. And I got to tell you, I got to tell you, okay? I, I, you know on the podcast, we're, we're, we are the odd trio fans here, okay? We, we really enjoy some Sasha Brando and Gladys. Mm -hmm. And I thought that this was just going to be a fun little comedic side storyline, a little C story for them to kind of fill time with and be entertaining and have the actors be on screen and have some fun. That's what I thought was going on. Until this week. Mm -hmm. When Sasha starts to have the baby. And she mm -hmm. and Brando are so gall dang excited to be parents. It is palpable. Yes, they're very excited to meet their little boy. And over the course of those couple of days, I went, oh, oh no. Oh, oh gosh. These characters are far too happy and far too excited over what's going on, and tragedy is afoot. Yeah, oh, I hope they don't have the baby die. I have no idea what's going to happen with that. They definitely left it in some mystery at the end of this week. I sure did. I hope that the I baby's sure going to be all right. But, I mean, what kind of drama would that be? Yeah. The baby's okay. I think I think both of them are going to be um, in bad shape next week. Uh, yeah, I, I just, I don't have a good feeling about the future of unknown first name Michael Corbin the 18th. I just, uh, just, I just, uh, it's unfortunate. Yeah. I'm sorry that I have such a bad feeling about it, and I hope that I'm wrong. Um, because I would be sad, as sad as Valentine. Aloysius? Aloysius Mike Corbin? I know, not, not, not Aloysius. 
Well, they came up with a bunch of funky names. Didn't I know, they? I know, I know. And if the baby does survive, <laughs> I want that to be. I want that to be a, a continuing thing. I want them to just continue to always refer to this kid as some sort of name that's not his. You know, they're going to pick mm-hmm. like Brian or something. You know, Brian mm-hmm. Corbin. But every time they're going to be like, "Hey, go get go get Sweeney from the from the second floor." <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Josh's, that was our little bird the little, right now, you know, the baby the baby didn't cry or anything, and they no. got, and then rushed him over there yeah, to the went, little... Here's your baby into the thing. Yeah, right to the... Into the, the, the NICU little incubator baby yeah. tub. I don't know what they're called. Well, yeah. Hey, if you work the, at a hospital, yeah. if you're a nurse or OBGYN or something, go ahead and write us in at Twitter and let us know what the little, 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 little baby bucket is. It's not an incubator. I don't know. It's just, but I know what you're talking about. It's a little baby bed, and it's like yeah. it's got like big sides, and it's all plastic yeah. and round, yeah. and and it's and a it's little baby bucket. And it's on rollers, and they go. They're either gonna leave the baby with her, and it's gonna be all right, or they're Hospital gonna rush bassinet. off. They're gonna rush off. They'd the rush off to her to to take her to the NICU or or something, you know, the natal mm-hmm. ICU. Um, but yeah, you but know. I, I think I think they're gonna be paying all this attention to the baby. There's gonna be all this chaotic, and then they're gonna turn around and look at her. And she'll be going to be bleeding out or something. Yeah, so, you know, they were also concerned about her because of the uh, the placental abruption that had happened. Yeah. I just <sighs> that. Uh, I don't know. You know? But I, I know enough that when they they say something like that, the baby isn't going to be in, in dire need of getting born. Like, right now. Yeah, they're like, all right, our primary, our, yeah, we're going to get this baby out of here and we're going to make sure they're both okay. What does that mean? Yeah. Yeah, poor Brando. Brando's whole world yeah. and existence is about to fall apart on him too. Because if this baby doesn't, if this baby does not survive, then Sasha is going to be incredibly devastated. This baby has been the reason and link and bond between Brando and Sasha, so that's going to go away. Um, and it's just going to be devastating for both characters. And so, like, it could sh- it could send Brando back to a life of crime. It could send Brando Sasha back, go to- back to the dark side. It could send Sa- Sasha back into Cyrus's drug riddled arms. No, oh, like, really? like, like, and how and how how much of a uh, of a travesty is that? Because we spent this last year showing how these people can get out of under the thumb of cyrus and the mob and and mm-hmm. bond and and move on and be good and mm-hmm. have a life and then not and have to slide right back into mm-hmm. that it'd be so sad and dramatic it would i mean it would be really good yeah. for the show but i feel really bad for them because I, I like brando and sasha and I, I i don't know if i need to sit here and apologize for that but i like them i like them too and you know there was a second of com- comedic there there was a second. Gladys who? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gladys, 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 Gladys. You finally have your hands, you finally had your hands on usable information and you used it. And I don't know if you're ready for the result. Mm-hmm. She's been playing at this for a long time, Gladys has. Always wanting to be a major player with some sort of blackmail, information, power, sway, influence. Mm-hmm. She's wanted this for a long time, but was never able to truly get it. Until now. And she used it. Immediately. She sure did. Destroying the little happy existence, false lie filled as it was. Between Valentine and Bailey and... Brooklyn 
So, uh, yeah. you know, it's, it's super, it's, it's upsetting and such. And it's, it's hard for me to hate Gladys for this because ultimately she was right. When she opened up the door and was talking to Valentine, she's like, there, there's just something that you need to know. Like they're do, Brooklyn's doing something that is not right. That is not okay. Mm-hmm. 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 And, and Gladys is not wrong. Gladys is not wrong. Was she doing it for the wrong reason? Doing it for, yeah, she's, she's doing wrong. it for revenge. First, she tried to blackmail and say, oh, da, 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 mm-hmm. da, da. but ultimately, I mean, it's, I don't know. Maybe I'm just, maybe I'm just a softie with a forgiving heart, but maybe sympathetic toward, toward, toward Gladys on that one. And maybe I'm sympathetic toward Valentine too. Or maybe I was just excited for him to find out because that's, this is something that we've been waiting for since Bailey was born. I we've been talking it. about it since Bailey was born. I tell you what, JPS, you sold that. That was very, very, very good. I, I felt so bad for you. Uh, yeah, his little pout was sad, and then when he really he opened was, his mouth uh, to speak, that's that's really where it was. When he when he had his little little <laughs> breakdown, you know. Yes. I want to my heart. I wanted to see her grow up. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and then and, oh I, man, I, and I fell in love with her the moment I knew she existed. Yes, yes, because Valentine, you know, he's he's big softy when it comes to his little girls. Okay, Absolutely. you give Valentine a daughter, he's gonna melt. Yep. Yep. Man. Oh. And is, usually, yeah. usually, if he really makes a commitment to a woman, he makes a commitment to a woman. Now, everybody knows that, and he knows, and she knows, and there's there is no there is nobody being um, uh, duped or misled. Uh, they knew that that was a one night stand thing, and it just you know, yeah, a, a roll in a roll in the hay. That's just, all it was. Yeah. The best I've ever had. <laughs> best one night stand they ever had. So you know, it's not like they've misled each other in a way. Ah, I mean, um, except for the baby thing. Best for the baby thing. And I guess it was a false positive. I don't. I don't know. Those things don't usually happen, right? False positive. I don't, I don't know. No, false false positives usually don't happen. False negatives happen on a, you know, because you've taken it a little bit early. Yeah. They've taken the test a little bit early. You know, but if it's there, it's there. If the hormone is there, there, the hormone is there. Yeah, the chances of you getting a false positive are slim. Even if you're taking birth control pills and, you know, administering um, hormones into your body daily. I mean, maybe You're not going to get a false positive from that either. Maybe there's an element to this story that we still don't know. A revelation that maybe. Bailey needs to that Blur Brooklyn needs to make regarding the original first pregnancy. Yeah, because she's not, that's never been actually explained to us. Did, was yeah. she lying from the get-go? Was there a pregnancy that she lost? Yeah, I don't know. It's in, maybe uh, maybe she, it wasn't a false positive. Maybe there really was a positive. Maybe. I don't. I, I if if there is a baby out there, I don't know why she would have hit it instead of just I using that baby. For I don't think that, I don't think that's the case. Yeah, there's no there's no baby the out there. But maybe maybe she did. Maybe there was a, a early miscarriage or something that that yeah, I don't know. But but there's a, but there's some drama that still can be explored there. And maybe they haven't answered it just so they can't explore it later on and not have to be married to some sort of decision that they made now regarding it. Yeah. You know, I mean, how how else are they going to have some sort of like crazy Doctor John Madden or Doctor 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 Jack Shepard? I don't know, Doctor somebody show up to with with bailey with the real bailey you know <laughs> so you know we, we gotta we gotta we gotta just let that develop um mm-hmm. but so yeah so sad it was it was the beginning of sadness and then at the very end of it though 
we got we got the start of I'm, I'm Charlotte and I are gonna mourn this baby and I'm gonna mourn you. What does that mean? Is he gonna kill her? Is he gonna kill her? Is Valentine gonna kill well, her? Well, he's gonna get some kind of revenge because Cassidy's do that. He's gonna do something. He needs that piece of Peter information though. That's going to change a lot. That's gonna change a whole hell of a lot. But yeah. uh, you know, now that uh, but now that Chase has showed up and inserted himself into this for no reason. Yeah, unless Chase he's put inserted. everything together on his own now. I think he has. I because think he well, has. Maxie, you know, and then and then and then and then and then and then Brooklyn at the same time, and then Maxie yeah. didn't show up here, and Brooklyn comes with a baby, then Brooklyn has Maxie's baby. I think he's putting that together. I yeah. think it really he really put it together when he discovered that Bobby was there. Yeah, or what was, was supposed to be there. Yeah, was supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. I think he is putting it all together. Yeah. I don't think he's a hundred percent believes his suspicion. Yeah. But um I think he But I'm gonna I, pop I in and he, save the day here. Of course, yes, of course I know, because I'm the and, daddy. And, you know, I'm and, that and baby's daddy boy. <laughs> <laughs> because um, well, part of it is I need to if they're going to keep Chase around, they give him something. He, well, yeah, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. And then he he and, and we're finally going to get ourselves some Brooklyn Chase romance. All right? Yes. My God, GH is really good at putting things on that back burner for a little while and then bringing back up the front. They, they are very mm-hmm. good at that. They are, we, we, what, what are we looking at right now when it comes to storylines that are on the back burner and that are, that are now on the front? Um, I guess the baby thing was kind of on the back and now it's the front. Um, mm-hmm. Drew was on the back and now it's the front. Uh mm-hmm. Cyrus stuff is on the back, and it's 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 being picked up from the back and being about to be placed on the front again. I really think that Cyrus is gonna come back to the fold here in the next couple of weeks. Oh, I think so too. Just well, well here's a couple of okay. Here's why. Here's why. Here's why. Okay, uh, we confirmed Brad is coming back. All right, confirmed. Mm-hmm. Confirmed. All right. Mention the woo thing. Making mm-hmm. promises to the woos that Michael doesn't really want to keep. All right. Mm-hmm. Yep. We got some mafia heating up. We have eliminated two of the five families. Mm-hmm. Uh, all they ever talked about was the, uh, the, 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 um, the, the, you know, you know, the, the, the Novaks. We only talked about what happened to the Novaks, but there were two head of the families in that, in that limo. Yes. The Bushimas well, as well. Bushimas. They talked nothing yep. about what happened to the Bushima nope. family holdings at all. And they never introduced a loose cannon, uh, loosely cannon, um, child or nephew or anything like that. No, no. Or an no. associate, anything. No. So there could there so Cyrus could slide into the vacuum that was created by the Bushimas or take over the Bushimas or something. I, I don't know exactly. Um, yeah, and that could happen right right underneath Sonny's nose right now it because could, he's absolutely he because he's he's not his normal self. Right, and then uh, we 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 have to be having Laura and Marty come back anytime now. They've been gone for their their vacation. They have been gone for their vacation. They got to come back for Thanksgiving, right? I mean, they got to be back any time now, especially with any just day. just things are primed for Laura's return too. When it comes to the Cassidines and all of that, like now is the time. So I imagine that's going to be happening pretty soon as well. So something's going to have to happen with Cyrus in order for them to come back because they're gone on some sort of wet sec disappearance yeah. protection under the WSB because Cyrus has threatened their lives type of deal. So something's going to have to break with Cyrus in order for them to come back to town. So all of that is going to be intertwined together with a heated, heated, uh, a hot winter night 
of <laughs> criminal drama. And I'm all for it, okay? I'm all for it for a couple of reasons. Because I didn't know the Bushimas. I didn't know the Novaks. And the Novaks were really characterized through this one guy that we knew was up to absolutely nothing. It could do nothing, you know? He's just this guy yes. bouncing off the wall, sounding like a fool the whole time. He's yeah, not somebody we could take seriously. <laughs> you know? So, like, they, they were just, you know, they were depicted by this goober. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> who knows? Um, so I, I'm into it. I'm into I'm into more dramatic crime, and there's all kinds of stuff they can explore with Sonny too, because he just admitted to Son, to to Carly that I'm not the same person anymore. You know, I didn't forget the ten months that I was in Nixon Falls. It has changed me. It has influenced me as a human being to be a little more gentle oh, yeah. to those around me. And Carly's about to figure it out too, with that the fact that he was, you know, what? Nina was what? What? more than what do you friend. mean? I knew that she was there, but this is the first I've ever heard that you were friends. You were not friends now, but we were friends then for a while. But then I figured out who I was, and then it's not cool that we're friends, so I can't be friends because then I feel bad because you feel bad, even though I want to be friends still. <laughs> Listen, you don't know what it's like having two people live inside my head, okay? I know what's going to be best for you because I love you, but I also want to, like, you know, like do some good stuff for, for Mike as well because Mike was cool. I like Mike. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mm-hmm. I I, uh, I want to talk to Maurice Bernard and just get his just his acting nerd just going when it comes to how he's approaching this. I just I just want to pull out his just because he's a nerd. He's an acting nerd. If there's any if there's one thing I learned from that unvaccinated monster Steve Burton, is that um, <laughs> is that Maurice Bernard is an acting dork. He's an analyzer. I've, I've I've just always heard him described as a is a a character actor. He's a character actor. He's a movie actor on the TV show. I mean to bring mm-hmm. the subtlety on the nuances that people like Jack Banner or whatever his names are, Jack Wagner and stuff, just never brought. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's true. I mean, okay, if you take Sonny Corinthos, everybody loves Sonny. You take Sonny Corinthos and you put him right up next to like um, Jackson Montgomery from All My Children. Mm-hmm. You've got Jackson Montgomery, who's definitely someone that's been on a soap since 1976. Mm-hmm. I am Jackson Montgomery. And frankly, Erica, I don't give a damn. <laughs> Which I think was his last line on the entire series. I think it was too. Because she was running up, oh, Jackson, Jackson, I've changed my mind. We must be married for the 17th time. Oh, you're the uh-huh. man of my dreams. The one I've loved the longest and loved the most. Frankly, Erica, I don't give a damn. That's right. So was, I guess I guess all my children was trying to say that they were like gone with the wind, you know. <laughs> Frankly, Erica. Anyway, so there's the very and this is the traditional soap parody voice for a leading man. Yeah. For a leading leading man, don't you want to be a pretty girl again? You want to be a pretty oh. girl? First episode of General Hospital. Check it out YouTube. It's bad. <sighs> you guys, I can't even watch any old television. Old movies and stuff like that made in the 30s and 40s. Oh, my word. I can't watch any of that stuff. Maybe the you should get back is, to the kitchen. The misogyny is just up to my hips. I cannot stand it. I, I'm just wallowing <laughs> in it. Oh, it's a sign of the that times. Mess. It's a sign of the times. It was okay I back know. then, so it's okay to watch now. Uh, if it's entertaining, I don't find it entertaining because I'm just, just stuck in the... 
why don't you say something back to his nasty ass kind of Frankly, cat, <laughs> I don't give a damn. There you go. Yes, it would. That's well. <laughs> I can't find it enjoyable for those reasons. Anyway, respect the ladies. Respect the ladies around. Yeah, right. Um, so yeah, yeah Maurice Bernard's not bringing that traditional soap actor to his thing. He's like he said, he's more he's more soft spoken. He's a little more subtle. You can see the fire behind his eyes as he's thinking about the ones that he's loved and lost. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, yeah, man, hey, Maurice, stuff. Maurice. Meet us on the 10th floor. Come Maurice on. Bernard, I know you're listening. You're an avid listener. You love it. I know you're I know you're listening right now. Maurice Bernard, we've said your name on the podcast. I mean, that's enough for you to want to come on, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. No, you're not busy or anything. Uh, it's, not like on, a, it's, not, it's not like you've got kids that you're proud of that are starting their own little careers in entertainment. It's not like you've got your own podcast and you're exploring the state of mind of all of your friends and fellow actors out there. It's not like, you know, you're a main character on a daytime show, soap that's on five days a week, and so your schedule is filled with that. I know you've got time. Plenty of time to sit down he and talk for free guy, isn't he? to us. He is busy, isn't he? <laughs> He's, He's super a busy, busy, busy person. He's super busy. He's super, super busy. busy. Well, it's not to yeah. you know. It's not to have. Not to include anything else that he might have going on the sides too, because he he does side projects every once in a while too. Didn't he play Ricky mm-hmm. Ricardo on something or something like that? Yes, he did a movie. You know. Yeah, he did. Lucy, I'm home. And he played a uh, um, Gotti too. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then uh, I think he did some sort of, I don't know if he did some sort of cowboy thing recently or if that was just wishful thinking because he was in Nixon Falls for so long. I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But, this, you know but, but, but other than the Corinthoses, you know, I mean, all kinds of stuff are, are happening in the There's world. There's a lot of things happening. There would be big trouble in paradise okay. for Carly and Sonny because mm-hmm. Carly is going to flip her wig when. She finally, finally figures out, and it is indeed um, proven, that they were more than friends. And she's going to be disgusted. And she's going to be very disgusted. And I think she's going to find out by, this is what I want her to find out, because then she'll snatch her and I've been waiting for that. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I want Nina to tell her. Listen, Carly. I want Nina I want Nita to come back at her and with with vengeance and and tell her. Well, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> maybe that's make something, some comment about a, what a great kisser is or something like that. Were what Sonny had needed this whole time. Maybe if you were enough to hold his heart, he wouldn't have been lying in my arms, begging me mm-hmm. to go upstairs with him. Mm-hmm. And she did go upstairs and for the one time. And never then... did. But and took I it next to Never did. For you. For you. Because deep down mm-hmm. I still respected you. Yeah, it's got to be good. Because mm-hmm. I knew it was wrong. I never wanted to take that final step because I knew it was wrong. I even told him to go find out who he was before the writers were told to wrap it up and then he changed his mind and got hit in the head. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much what it was. This is this is how this is how I feel was originally going to go. He was going to go find out who he was, and then they were going to be faced with the "What life do I want to live now?" Mm-hmm. Uh, but they had to fast forward that conked him in his head. And now he remembers both things, and now we're getting that kind of shoved into the back end of what, uh, what do I really want to do? 
Because mm-hmm. clearly, mm-hmm. all right, clearly, okay, before, okay, all right, all right, clearly, 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 the bond that exists between Mike and Nina, Sonny and Nina, is going to persist and continue so long as they continue to think that Phyllis is their best friend. Because what happened after they both confronted Carly about the whole Rice Plaza Wiley incident? They both went to go talk to Phyllis about it at the same time. Mm-hmm. So, so Why long as Phyllis? Phyllis is that is that linking friendship, they're always going mm-hmm. to run into each other. Mm-hmm. And you could tell that Phyllis wasn't crazy about Carly, too. Oh, no, 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 no. They're all like, oh, why'd you stay in the measure court? She's like, oh, I'm just... I'm fine being on my own. It's cool. I'm used to living above a bar. It's nothing. Don't, I don't need all that fancy. Leave me alone. Mm-hmm. Leave me alone. Mm-hmm. Listen. I can see how much happier Nina, Nina and Sonny were without you around. And I can see how miserable they are now that you're back in their lives. Sonny, I just, or Carly, I just, mm-mm. Okay, and also, all right, you know what Phyllis is always going to do? She's always going to take that ice pick of truth and stab people with it. Okay. Like, Carly went to go just suss out. Who is this Phyllis? Mm-hmm. Who, who is this woman? But Sonny bought a whole bar for her. He lived mm-hmm. with her for ten months, and I know no details at all about his life in Nixon. But you don't worry about it. And back, baby, it's fine. Like, you know? Yeah. So she's going to yeah. go over there. She's going to be like, all right, who are you? Who are you to him? Mm-hmm. Why did you not send him home? <laughs> You know, mm-hmm. and basically, uh, you know, Phyllis was basically just like, okay, uh huh, mm-hmm. okay, okay. And why can't you just move on? It sounds like Sonny and Nina are trying to move forward. And you're sitting here in this chair wondering what happened before when both of them are just trying to move forward. What is your problem? Yeah. Well, yeah, well, of course she got bigger problems than they do. She wasn't, they, she wasn't, uh, they, they didn't have their, all that stuff didn't happen to them. It happened to her. She's be, been betrayed. Oh, she still needs a snatcher. Snatcher. <laughs> you and still think Carly her. needs to get her revenge, Oh my huh? gosh, I want, she deserves it. Well, who's going to stop Carly's her? Carly's not perfect. Carly's not perfect. But I know what I would do. <laughs> snatcher. <laughs> I would snatch her. I would I would beat her like I was in high school. I grab her by the top of her head and I try to swing her by her hair. Right. Okay. And then if I could get her swung hard enough and get her to fall down, I'd start kicking her. That's what I would do. So I'd go back to high school who, who and gonna, her. Who's gonna stop Carly though? Is it gonna be Sonny? Is it gonna be Michael? Is it gonna be Willow? Or is Nina going to block the punch and boom, get her herself? Because remember, Nina, uh, Nina, we say it every week. Nina's crazy. Remember that. Never forget Nina's yeah, crazy. Nina's nuts. Never forget Nina's, Nina's crazy. Yeah, you're right. You can never, you can never ever, ex, you know, expect the unexpected with Nina because she is a loon. Now, now, um, now, now, Michelle Stafford Nina was much crazier than Cynthia Washros Nina. Michelle Stafford they, Nina was a lot harder than Michelle yeah. Stafford Nina. Michelle Stafford, Stafford Nina is much softer. Uh, yeah, Cynthia. Cynthia's yeah, she's different than Michelle. Because I don't, uh, I but don't. The character, yeah, 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 the I character was completely different too. Yeah, the characterization was completely different. But I, Nina is in a different space in her life than she was when Michelle Stafford was playing her. She was still wrapped up in Valentine and the craziness and and all of that mm-hmm. and hunting down the baby. And now she's experienced the loss of losing the child and the loss of several important relationships and the loss of Sasha as her baby 
so to speak, that, you know, these little things that maybe might be able to soften up somebody from... from now, I don't remember I don't exactly what she said, but she did have a moment of clarity when she realized how wrong she was Yeah. this week. Mm-hmm. Because she's comparing herself to another situation and realizing, oh, I did the same crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember? I don't, I don't. She might have been talking to somebody she was about it. Sitting side by side with somebody, I forget who it was. Now. I feel like it was at a Kelly's type of situation, sitting at a, a table. I, yeah, I remember she was talking to. So I don't remember who it was. Mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah, I, I don't. don't but I do. I do remember exactly. I do know what you were talking about. What you're referencing yeah. back to. Um, and yeah, there's a lot of guilt that Nina of... carries about this. She knows that she was in the wrong during it. She realized that she was in the wrong very early on after it was all revealed. Yeah. She and knew she was wrong every day. Even in Nixon Falls, she knew that she was doing the wrong thing. She just continued to convince herself that Mike was better off. Yes. And remember she said in when she said in previous scenes that every day she intended to tell him mm-hmm. early on. Yeah, yeah. Every day she got up with the intention of telling him that day. Yeah. Yeah, and it just didn't happen. It just didn't manifest. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. And this is fracturing the Corinthos family. It Majorly. Is. Majorly. All right. We've been talking about Sonny Carly this whole time, but we have not talked about Willow Millow, Mike, Michael Wiley, and the impact that it's having on them. Because yes, what is. is the biggest wedge that has ever been placed between Michael and Willow? A one, Ms. Nina Reeves' lies is the biggest wedge that has ever been placed between them. Yes, and the and the biggest and and the biggest wedge is how Michael decided to handle that stuff when it came to going after Nina and having her sent back to Pennsylvania. He did, you know, he he did a double talk. He did quartermain style. Yep. Told her, told Willow what he wasn't doing. Mm-hmm. But didn't, didn't tell, tell her what him. he was going to do. Was doing. So Quartermain. Right up the Quartermain alley. <laughs> I mean, if right. I don't say you're Quartermain, I don't know what is. Right, right. <laughs> so, yeah. So there's a fracture right there. So there's a little bit of distrust for Willow toward Michael. Yeah. And there's, you know, is he really being honest with me? Is he telling me all of the facts? Let's She's, take he, that and let's elevate it slightly. And look at it from a higher point of view as well, okay? Because Miss Willow, for the first time since joining this family, is experiencing what it's like to not really be a part of the family. You are Michael's wife. You are not Willow Corinthos, Willow Quartermain. You are Michael's wife. And that was so clear with Carly this week. Did you tell Michael about your decision? Mm -hmm. We'll talk about it later, and I'm sure he's going to agree with me. Mm -hmm. Did you tell Michael about this? Which, with a B, it just happened. Yeah. You walked up 30 seconds into them talking. When the F would I have had a moment to tell Michael? Mm Mm-hmm. Also, you want me to be like, Wiley, stay away from her. She's a monster. Is now, that I what you want, I, Carly? I, I thought Willow I thought Willow handled that well to a certain degree. Yeah. Now, having Wiley, Grandma Nina, and run to her, mm-hmm. no, you weren't supposed to stop that. No. No. Mm-mm. But you're supposed to sit down and have cocoa with her? No. <gasps> Come on. No. 
Come on. No, that little interaction, that little interaction. Yeah, well, you know how, you know, Matt, I still want to snatch her by her head. Don't I know remember you do. that, okay? I know you do. I, know you do. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think they should have invited her for hot cocoa and all that, but I don't think she should have said, no, Wiley, get back over here. You, you know, you can't talk to Grandma Nina. I don't think that was appropriate at all. You know, this ain't got nothing to do with that baby in his little four-year-old mind. Yes. Nothing to do with him. Right. But invite her for hot cocoa? No. No. Oh, no. come on. And when She's Nina and was Nina and when Nina was told to stay away from the family, you don't go to the fall festival where you know you're probably gonna jump. Oh, 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 so folks. Nina's just supposed to not do anything for the rest of her life because she might run into a Corinthos? No, she's not supposed to do anything. She's supposed to do things for the rest of her life. Of course she is. She's not expecting her to live underneath a rock and never, ever, ever experience anything anymore. But she ought to stay out of the dang Metrocourt restaurant. Well, that wasn't at the Metrocourt, though. I know, but I'm just saying. that's what She ought to stay out of that restaurant. She ought to stay away from the perk. (laughs) That's actually Corinthos Company. She ought to stay away from that coffee, that little walk-up coffee. Uh-huh. The perk belongs to the Corinthos family. She should stay away from there. And if she's going to go to some, you know, uh, little festival or whatever, you better go. You better be there when that crap opens. Get your stuff and get gone. Oh, I would be snatching her. But basically, from your, your you okay, Carly, basically from your perspective, yes. Carly, uh, Nina just needs to leave town. <laughs> The, yeah, likely, the likelihood of you running into one of us when we don't want to see you is far too high. There are 7.8 million people that live in Port Charles. No. But you Carly's cannot live pain, <laughs> Carly's pain when it comes to Nina and this whole Sonny Mike thing. Carly's pain is, is Nina's fault. Sure. Sure. But you know what okay. Carly can do? Nina's pain. Carly can get the F over it like everybody else has. Nina's pain was created by Nina by her own lie. Yeah, she needs to get the hell out of town. And and Carly's contribution to Nina not saying anything has nothing to do with it. I'm not saying that Nina... Carly... No, I'm not saying Carly's... Carly would have known. Carly would have known if she didn't answer that phone and say, Listen here, you little monster. If you come after my boy, I'm going to sue you for all your worth. If she didn't answer the phone like that, she would have known immediately that Mike was in Nixon Falls. It's true, but she was on the phone being a mama bear, and I would have done the same thing probably. I well, probably would have done the same thing. Right, well, I probably would have done the same thing. Then you, too, would have had your husband taken from you for nine months. Well, then call your... me Carly, then. I'm <laughs> snatching me a brock. Swinging her by her hair, hoping she'd fall down where I could kick her. Oh, man. All right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You want... Uh, well, I hope that it becomes what you want it to be. I don't think that it's going to turn into a giant cat fight between the two of them. Uh, but maybe it well, still there's, will. There's more, there's more scenes in the future, though, aren't there? <laughs> Especially when everybody starts to, to own up to the reality of what was happening in Nixon Falls. And when Carly and Sonny are no longer able to stay together because she's not the oh. same anymore. Oh, absolutely. They're going to split up when this all happens. They're going to split up because Sonny is omission of truth is a lie as well, to a certain degree. You didn't didn't tell me. Jason Jason and Carly told him. Yeah, Jason said though. I know. (laughs) Um, (laughs) We'll have to talk about that in a minute. (laughs) 
Anyway, I love General Hospital. Yeah. Absolutely love General Hospital. Don't get me wrong, you guys. Not hating on General Hospital and not going to watch it because, oh, this plot line ain't going my way. That No, no. <laughs> I've always had things in soap opera, so I was like, ah, what kind of crap is that? I've always <laughs> done that. I'm not going to stop watching. I enjoy every minute of it. Whether I agree with it or not, I'm still enjoying yeah. it. Yeah, part of part of the fun is disagreeing with what's happening. Sure, you get to pick a you in soap operas. You always pick side. You get to pick a as, side as a viewer. Yeah, I'm on I'm on Maxie's side. I'm on Peter's side. I'm on Sunny's side. I'm oh, I'm on the Sunny side. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I know Sunny. I know I know Carly is a flawed flawed woman. Mm-hmm. I know she puts her nose in things that don't belong. Mm-mm. I know she does things that she shouldn't do. Mm-hmm. 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 I know mm-hmm. she's mm-hmm. reactive. Mm-hmm. Very reactive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I guess the reason why I love her is because she's a mama bear and she don't back down to nobody. <laughs> it's true. Um, if there is a character that's going to earn your immediate respect, it's a female soap opera character that will bite somebody's head off for stepping up to him. You love it. Yep. You, that's why you love Diane. That's why you like Anna. That's why you like Carly. Uh, you know, that's, that's why I love all of Yes. That's why I love assertive women in general. See? I say, you know what? If you don't put up with no crap, you probably won't have no crap. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm just more of a gentle soul. I'll put up with a little bit of crap. Just a little bit. Just a little I will bit. too. I put up with a little bit of crap too, but you know, when I when I got it right underneath my nose and I can smell it real good. Ew. Oh hell no. <laughs> Get this away from me. <laughs> <laughs> so um so did you know that if you are in a tunnel that is unstable and you fire guns a bunch, pow 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 pow, the likelihood of a collapse increases exponentially. Yeah. It's true. Must be true because leading up to that, they told us that. Well, like maybe twice, at least twice. At least twice. Yes. At least twice. This place is unstable. This gotta be place careful. Is unstable. This is this just so dangerous. Up. Walking through here, think? this just seems so unstable, Peter. Yeah, and when the <laughs> Cassidines want a tunnel, they just start digging. Uh, yeah, uh, they, yeah. We're just. <laughs> No engineering you know involved. What Cassidines are most famous for. You would think mind control, but no. Tunnel building. <laughs> Every property guys, we own has tunnels underneath. And didn't I tell you there was going to be a whole mess of tunnels underneath that island? Of course. Just like underneath Spoon Island. There's yeah, going to yeah, be a whole mess, a mess of tunnels. tunnels. Oh, that's the tunnels, and they were there, and all these rocks fell in, Jason. So I got, I got to get your opinion. I got to get your, I got to get your, I got to get your opinion. Okay, I got, I got to get your opinion. Got to get your opinion. You ready for you ready? You ready? I got to get your opinion. All right. You know I have one. Do you think that they did this tunnel collapse, and then we're gonna be like in a couple of days, be like, Jason's fine. He pops up in a place that we didn't expect him to be because he lived, or if it's new footage that they recently shot to get rid of said Jason Morgan from the canvas. No, this is what I think. Yeah. I think the scene was the scene was a scene because the outcome could be whatever they chose. Right. And so at this they point, could kill him. It, he could get, he could get, he could get one brick to the head, be knocked down, wake up in two, three minutes and be fine. He could be completely buried and dead. Yeah. So, 
you know, I think it was the scene all along, yeah. but the scene consequence scenes are different. The of consequences course. of said scene are now different. So I guess I guess if yes. the, if this was something that they already had filmed and in the can and was just going to be Jason gets hurt, but he pops up at the last second to be an action hero, which is what they do with Jason. So likely was the original plan. But now they get to spin I it and so. say that he was buried alive. Yes. Now, 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 when they, when they, now, are they going to, would they go as far as to show a body? I, because that's, that's the kicker. That is the, we are done with Steve Burton forever versus maybe there's a chance he'll come back. I don't think they'll show a body. I do not think they'll show a body. I do not. And if they do show, no, I don't think they're going to show a body. That might have been Steve's last scene. It could have been. That could have very well been Steve Burton's final scene. Now, I saw a little little something that I believe Jax will be on the screen Monday. Something about the 22nd or something being his final. And that's tomorrow, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, oh my gosh, November, oh my gosh, this is three weeks old already. November 1st was the, uh, was the vaccination you're fired date. Yes. We're we're past three weeks. We definitely could now be in freshly filmed stuff from the beginning of this month or the end of last month. Yes, because they are not super ahead. I'm not. And I mean, that I and that more and that so explains and that so explains to me in Sacramento how Steve Burton really had a hard time with material because as he looked at all his stuff going into that that club date and that appearance was. I can't talk about that. I can't talk about I'm that. Not in this. I'm not in this. It's not I'm relevant. Not in this. I can't. It's not relevant. That's not relevant. Yeah, they did talk That's about older relevant. stuff. Yeah. Why make fun and of the storyline in which you're going to die in? <sighs> and and I saw him in a podcast saying that that he was having a hard time hmm. coming up with his set agenda for Sacramento because I can't use this. Can't use this. Mm-hmm. Can't use this. Can't use this. Well, well, I mean, you could feel bad for him if you want. If you want, I guess you can. But he had plenty of time to make a different choice. To make a different he choice. He had plenty of time. He had. He probably had so much plenty of time to make the different choice that he could have cut off his own COVID at the gate and never contracted it. <laughs> I mean, that's honestly, how much time it, he had. Well, I mean, if you look at it from, you know, if you keep looking at it from the entire timeline too, him contracting COVID nineteen was a big thing that pushed for this requirement of the vaccinations. And the fact that he's like, oh, I got, I got, I got sick from somebody else on set. Okay, clearly and, we're not safe and enough. He, and he, and he's not the only person on the show that did get COVID. Um. So Kelly, yeah. Kelly, I don't know how to say Thebold. Thebold, yeah. She, she had it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gee, I wonder who she could have caught it from. Probably gee, from... gee, I wonder. You know. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, maybe he caught it from her. You know, if, if he hates he it, should, it's it's his own choice. Him. It's it really if 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 there are circumstances and 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 if there are consequences to his overall career and his ability to make money based off of this choice, it was his own doing. 
Yes. You know who got vaccinated at the beginning of this whole thing? Me. You know who's fine? Me. You know who still wears a mask everywhere I go? Me. You know who carries the card in his pocket? Me. You know who still washes his hand and uses uh, sanitizer? Me. All right? Mm -hmm. It's just choice. It is. It is. I mean, I understand him to a certain degree because, you know, he's all... I've already had COVID. I have antibodies now, blah, blah, blah. Okay. But, you know, but at the same time, they should not make an exception for Steve Burton. If Disney has decided this and brought it down and it trickles from head of Disney all the way down to, you know, someone that sweeps up or whatever. They have, it shouldn't be. You shouldn't have an exception. It is serious. It matter. It's serious enough for Disney to stop the production of the new Black Panther movie because one of the stars, Letitia Wright, hasn't gotten vaccinated. One of the biggest mm-hmm. stars. One, the one of the biggest stars of that movie. Main, main, central, important character. Important enough for them to have to go. We cannot continue to film this movie until we figure this out. Mm-hmm. That's that is how there are no exceptions. And there shouldn't be. There shouldn't be. Because, you know, all of us, it doesn't matter how important you are or, or how important you think you are or anybody else may think you are. Um, it shouldn't be different for any of us. Yeah, it should. If it's mandated, it's mandated. It shouldn't. It shouldn't. It shouldn't. Hey, you know, we should jump off of this really uh, touchy and sad subject and talk about something that you did that was super fun last weekend. Or last week. I did do something. Earlier this I week? Did do this Wednesday. This last Wednesday, right? Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, yeah, so you, uh, you, 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 just you, not me, just you, just you, not me, just you, all right? The first person to ever do an appearance without the other co-host. You, not me. Isn't that weird? Is that not what you thought was going to happen? Because I didn't think that you would make a solo appearance before me. No, I didn't think so either. You know, you know, you know? I, I didn't, I didn't think so either. Really? And you know what? I mean, I'm fine. I'm not hurt Uh, or anything. Uh, I did okay. I watched it. I watched most of it, and uh, I had a lot of fun watching it. So you you were on JLJ Media's GH Mini Spotlight, a special focus on the Luke and Laura marriage 40 years ago. Yes. So he invited you to be on the show because you watched it live just like he did. Uh, The only thing I was surprised by that is I just didn't, and you know, it doesn't matter. It's fine. But uh, I didn't think it would be a panel of two. Hey, that just means that he really likes you, ma. Uh, and honestly, I find that those panels of two are a lot, lot more fun and easy. Yeah? Because you don't have to worry about waiting for somebody else to get their, their little bit in. You know, you don't have to share the time as much. Not that it's bad to do that. Like, we don't want to share the time or anything. But it's easier to have the conversation and feel like you're not stepping on somebody else or taking up too much time. When it's just the one. I agree. One. I agree. You know? And plus, you know, I mean, that, that I was I was excited for you to be able to have, you know, a one-on-one time, you, JLJ, you know, he's been in the game for a long time. He knows a lot of people. He's got a lot of experience, and I'm sure the conversation was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. But yeah, you guys it talked about, fun. you talked about I Luke and Laura. Um, you talked about soaps yeah. in general. You talked about what life was like back then. Um, uh-huh. You talked about uh, celebrities being on the show because Elizabeth Taylor was the original Helena Cassidyne, and she was introduced during that wedding. Um, talked mm-hmm. about Ken Schreiner and how he used to be heartthrob, and now he's Scotty. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun. 
Yeah, you guys can uh, go back. It's a youtube.com slash JLJ Media, I believe is the channel. Or you can just do a Google, Google, search, uh, Google search for JLJ Media, YouTube search for JLJ Media. And uh, it's it's one. It it's will there. definitely pop up. It will definitely pop up. It'll be one of the most recent videos. And I think the thumbnail has a picture of Luke and Laura from their wedding day is the video. It does that you're looking for. Yes. So go check it out. It's just, it's a mom's James Lott Jr. One-on-one -on -one, talking about stuff. They talk about me a little bit, which was a little, I guess, fun for me, I suppose. But well, know, it was about them, not me. How could I not talk about you? That's I want true. to talk about your, I want, shoot, I want to talk about your brother and sister too and they ain't got nothing to do with this. <laughs> uh, I, was tell, I was telling my sister earlier today because we were texting back and forth about the movie The Santa Claus. The Santa Claus is a uh, the original one. The original one. It's a it's it's a yeah. movie that we uh, that that we traditionally view during the holiday season yes. often, and uh, we were talking we were talking about the Santa Claus, and uh, then I told her that she's a character on our podcast. She goes, "What? Why? How?" Um, and it's anytime she calls, it's during the pod, and so whenever Mom's <laughs> phone rings, we're like, "Ah, oh, my sister's calling," and she goes, "You leave that in there?" Well, yes, of course. I don't edit nothing. No, we editing don't is for the no. birds. No. What, Matt, I don't yeah. think we've edited anything out because of anything we've said. Um, Have you edited maybe a thing or two out because of a technical difficulty? A technical difficulties mostly, and I think there was one time I just went on this swear riddle tirade that we needed to uh, to, to get rid of. <laughs> oh, yeah, because we don't, you know, we really, we, at least I, I, I think we both feel this way. We don't want you to have to not listen to the 10th floor because you're on a road trip and your kid's in the backseat. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And um, really, when it comes to uh, basic standards and practices, what makes a mature podcast versus an all-audience podcast? For this particular thing, for us, um, we definitely step over the line on occasion uh, when it comes to explicit versus uh, full family because there's even things, mundane things, that you really shouldn't reference on a full family thing. Uh, mm -hmm. Choosing to end a pregnancy is mm -hmm. the, the, the word for that mm -hmm. is too triggering for an all-audience podcast. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Being assaulted in a way that might produce a child. The four-letter mm -hmm. word that's attached mm -hmm. to that is also something mm -hmm. that's not really allowed on all ages podcasts because it's too triggering of a statement for a lot of people. Yes. When it comes to swear words, we really can't say anything more than the B word. Mm -hmm. um, even, 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 even calling somebody an a-hole full, full through is not okay. And I no. do that on occasion. <laughs> So, you know, yeah. we told the line, we told the line, if you want to report us, do so, but we're going to come and we're going to come right at you. All right. We're going to find out. We're gonna, <laughs> we're, I'm going to call Damien Spinelli. We're going to get your IP address and I'm going to knock on your door and I'm going to beat you up like Jay and Silent Bob did in their movie. Okay. 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 Take, take okay. my, take my threats. Take my threats. <laughs> All right. You don't want to cross me. You don't want to cross me. Oh, goodness. Yeah, yeah. Hey, more stuff happened yeah. at General Hospital because you know what we didn't talk about like at all last week? What's that? Was like Nina and Sonny, like they talked to each other in the freaking bar and we didn't even talk about it. You're right. There was a whole mess of, of, of Nina just kind of, you know, her little, you know, uh, like they had a Tano experience at Charlie's, you know. They did have it. You're right. They had a, you know. 
buying that bar is what's going to put Nina and Sonny back together. Um, but there's other stuff, other characters that we need to talk about. We didn't. We, I mean, we've been talking about the Corinthoses and the Quartermains for so much on this on this podcast over the last couple of weeks that I feel like we're totally missing out on something else. It's Spencer, Spencer, Trina, Esme, all of that. Yeah. Yeah, talk about them some. Yeah, yeah. We have. And and well let's talk about let's talk about the gallery this time, all right? Let's talk about National Geographic informational educational tie in, which I love. Yes. That was so much better than Shriners Hospitals for Children. We're gonna take them to Shriners Hospitals for Children. Shriners yeah. Hospitals for Children, Shriners <laughs> Hospitals for Children. All right. <laughs> We're not doing that this time. No, we're just talking about this yeah. photographer, National Geographic, and his photo arc. And which Heart Healthy Campbell Soup, Heart Healthy Campbell Soup, I don't even remember Heart it. Healthy Campbell Soup, so we're good. Yeah. <laughs> but this time around, <laughs> it, was, it wasn't until beaten over the head as product placement, yeah. you know, and I, yeah. I, I liked yeah. it. I think that it was that was a really good way of including uh, something that National Geographic, which is another Disney property, was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, I'm sure you can yeah, watch and, it on Disney and, Plus and, and all and, that. And, you know, that's, that was actually tied in a little bit with um, on Good Morning America last week. Yeah. They had, I don't remember which which one of the um, uh, the broadcasters, one of the, which one of the women, but they were in Antarctica on that National Geographic boat uh-huh. and going around and looking at nature and all the... Um, uh, all the animals and the whale pods and all that and and um, just the Antarctica and all the uh, you know all the ice yes all of the glaciers all the glaciers and all that so it was kind of ABC it was tied in yeah yeah it was kind you of know, a net, net geo in. week type of deal. Yes, it was. It was yeah. that was pretty good. Yeah, no, and and um, and like and, you said, we didn't. They didn't beat us over the head with it. No, it was just this thing that Trina was doing, and they were very obvious about what it was and who the who the photographer was. They had a little speech rooney that happened at the thing, mm-hmm. but they were able to take this gallery presentation, this show, and turn it into something that was for Trina and not just a commercial. Yes. This was her first one that she did. She she found the underwriter. She reached out to the artist. She was able to arrange it. She got everything together. She hosted it. She introduced the artist. She curated this thing. And mm-hmm. they were able to show how um, good Trina is at this and how she's pursuing this art degree and this curation career in the art mm-hmm. world, showing that she's going to be good at it, showing that, that Ava is an excellent mentor for her, showing mm-hmm. that she can get the people to support her. So good, 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 good. Wins, 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 wins for Trina. And also it made, made uh, um, uh, Spencer so proud of her mm-hmm. that he mm-hmm. could not stop staring at her all night, much to Esme's mm-hmm. chagrin. Yes. Esme, Esme wasn't having it all. You made her so mad she wound up locking up a pregnant woman. <laughs> For just to, just to make it, just to have somebody else have some drama. Like, there was no reason yeah. for that. To, yeah. to make it look like Trina might have done it? Okay, neat. Okay. Okay. All right, Esme. No, she was trying to lock Trina in there where she wouldn't go be able to go have her moment of... Didn't moment realize of, that uh, Trina was no longer in the closet. Right. You know, she's trying to mess up Trina's little moment of glory. And recognition. Yep. Trying to Esme, take that away Esme, from her. Esme, Esme man, Esme, you need Esme. me snatched up as much as that old blonde woman does. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you know, Esme is very desperate to hold on to one, Mister uh, Spencer, that she knows she has already lost. I mean, it is so obvious to anybody that can look at Spencer that he is 
just going through the motions with Esme at this point. Yes, he's going through the motions with Esme. Maybe his hormones was keeping him there a little bit, but um, yeah. He, he is not interested in Esme at all. And, you know, he don't have to be broke very many days for her not to be interested in him either. Yeah. If he doesn't land in some money soon, she's going to move on on her own. She can move on. She can move on. She's on like, well, own. you know, if I'm going to blow all this up, I'm going to go. I'm going to really give it to Jocelyn, too. Come here, Cameron. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think so. Mm-hmm. I think so. Mm-hmm. Esme, I think Esme is just going to, is she going to be on the canvas for a little while? And she has got a lot of baggage that we don't know about. Well, what do you think about a connection, to, a direct connection between her and Nell? Cousin something. Between Esme and Nell? Yeah. Hmm. She is very Nell-like. There, uh, um, and I, it's, it's, this one's hard for me to get because um, uh, I can't say that they're always insanely unique and creative when they write something. Um there's a lot of similarities, especially recently in General Hospital. A lot of people falling downstairs and that kind of stuff. You know, a lot of things are being repeated. Um, mm-hmm. So it's entirely possible that Nell and and Esme are just being written similarly with no real connection between the two of them. But also at the same yeah. time, maybe there's a connection between the two of them. There is. And there's a little bit of a, uh, for me anyway, there's a little bit of a physicality as well. That mm-hmm. she reminds me of Nell so much. Yeah. Because she is so slim. Yeah. And the straight, straight, blonde, long hair. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, there are some physical um, characteristics that are, that remind me yeah. of each other. You know, like a little, uh, little sister or something. Wow. It'd be hard, it'd be hard. Maybe. Because, because it, I mean, if, if, if they, if they are not going to take Nell away as Nina's daughter. Which, it's a soap. They could do it anytime. She stole it. She found it. It's similar. They were wrong. Something, you know? Like, at yeah. any time, they can make it so Nina wasn't or Nina wasn't Nell's mom at any moment. Um, sure. It could be, you know. Maybe Esme is actually the daughter, and, and, and uh, Nell stole the necklace young. from her. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't know either. Maybe it's like um, that orphan movie where she's pretending to be a lot younger than she actually is. You know, I, I think that she's, I do think she has a Collins connection still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's going to, that, once um, Laura comes back to town, because Laura hasn't met her. Laura's never seen her. Maybe Laura's going to come back to town and be like, what are you doing here, Cynthia? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? You know? <laughs> well, then, well, if that's the case, then, if that's the case, um, Kevin has known who she is and has not said anything. Unless Laura knows and just, you know, I don't know. I don't know, Mother. There could be all kinds of different things happening. And maybe, oh, maybe, sure. I mean, maybe, maybe Kevin will just be all like, I was just waiting for you to come back before I said anything, darling. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I just need some Marty Gray. That's all. I just, I just miss him. I just miss him. I, I just, know. I just, I just need some Marty Gray. And since he has been gone for so long, it makes me really think that, um, Michael E. Knight just really isn't totally committed Maybe, well, you know what, Michael E. Mann, he might, might might be wanting to leave um possibility of uh, Pine Valley open for him. Yeah, I mean, I would too. Um, I did see that Susan Lucci has, uh, has, has made, made it known, made it, I don't, I, cause I don't, it's still in development, Pine Valley is, so I don't know how these things are done. I don't know when contracts are signed or anything like that, but Susan Lucci mm-hmm. has been committed as being a part of the project if it continues. 
If it happens. If it happens, Susan yep. Lucci will be involved in some capacity. Well, I can't imagine Tad not being there at all. It would be kind of sad to go to the Pine Valley and there's no Tad. I know, Tad's super important, but also at the same time, I just love me some Martin Gray. There was just something about Martin Gray that just really, I, I don't know if it was because of, of Michael E. Knight or just because of the voice or, or just where they were taking the character because once they, they related him to Cyrus and introduced him into the whole web of family dynamic, it was just so good for me at least. Well, I tell you what, I don't see why he can't do both, okay? <laughs> I don't know, he's old and tired. If you can have, possibly, if you can have Todd and his twin, Victor, both play Jason. <laughs> right? Because his twin, Victor... Trevor St. James yeah. Yeah. is coming to GH in December in some capacity. In some capacity, yes. Who's he going to be? Is he going to be Jeff Weber? Maybe he's going to he be gonna Franco. Be he should be Franco. Wouldn't that be funny if he was Franco? It would be. <laughs> I mean, so that's what I'm saying. Is that we got everybody in bed together already when it comes to, you know, who played what and, and oh. We got, we got, oh, so basically, okay, so we got, we got, so you're talking about Tom Madding from, from One Life to Live, who was played by yes. Roger Howarth, uh, yes. who was famous for being, for being Franco, but he was also Todd for a moment on General Hospital as well. He was. Uh, and uh, then he became Franco. Yes. And now he plays Dr. Austin Gatlin Holt. Yes. No longer Maxie's friend. You are not my friend. No. You are not. Mm -mm -mm. You are not my friend. You are not my. Did you know that people blame Peter for for Maxie no longer being a fashionista? Did you know that's how petty people have gotten when it came comes to Peter? It's Apparently, petty. Maxie looked really frumpy last week. She was not at her fashionista best. She was wearing mom gear. Oh no, she was wearing what moms wear. Oh no, how dare she go into public wearing a patchwork sweater? Oh no. <laughs> Maxie hasn't been Maximisa fashionista since she walked out of, since she walked out of, uh, you know, the magazine the the, months Crimson, ago. Crimson, a long time ago. They yeah. blame Peter for that. Apparently Peter is the reason why Maxie's no longer dressing the same. That is how bad Peter is and his influence must be stopped. Oh my goodness. Because over well, the years you understand I made it so Maxie felt ugly in those clothes and beautiful in other ones. <laughs> that was something I did behind the scenes, something that they never showed anybody. But when I talk to her like this and say maybe you should put something else on, something more drab, <laughs> something she more always drab. listened. So it's my <laughs> fault that she's no longer in, into it. No, maybe she's just not working for a fashion magazine anymore. Right. Maybe she's not getting all that free stuff off the rack anymore. Yeah. Her, <laughs> the character of Maxie, you know, like all characters on soap operas, they do slowly evolve. They do slowly grow. Their interests change very slowly. And it's not supposed to bang you over the head. Oh. And in this case, it hasn't. No, I mean, even then. Okay, I understand that there are people that stay at the height of fashion their entire lives. But they are Gucci's and, and, and they, are, they are the tops of their fashion game. Mm -hmm. Maxie's got three kids. Two kids. Three kids. Two kids. Three kids. Three kids. One of them, two of them just don't live with her. I don't even know where Georgie is. I don't know where Georgie lives <laughs> at all. Well, 
you know, still with Spinelli. She goes back and back and forth. She's supposed to be going back and forth with Ellie. Like, does Ellie have anything to do with her anymore? No, I think Ellie left. Ellie just left her whole family that she's known for the last ten years just behind. Goodbye. Yeah. Peace. Whatever. Whatever. I'm just saying that 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 that, that, that Maxie's got other interests and other focuses other than making sure that she's at the height of fashion all the time. Now she's trying to hide an entire child. But that's Peter's fault. Boy, that's... <laughs> Everybody just hates Pete. Peter, you know... People just, just hate Peter. You know, I don't... Peter's a bad guy. Mm-hmm. But, you know, people... People let that... Um, okay. People are different with the character of Peter than I am with the character of Nina. Okay? Mm-hmm. I cannot stand Nina. I want her to get snatched <laughs> up. I want her to get beat down. But Cynthia Watros is a wonderful, fine actress that is doing such a good job. That's part of the reason why I hate her so much is because yes. she's doing a great job. And people would argue and say that the reason why they hate Peter so much is because Wes Ramsey does such a bad job. Well, I wouldn't say that I wouldn't say that he's done a horrible job. Um, is he the best person I've ever seen on daytime? Oh, of course not. No. Um, here's the, here's really what it comes down to, okay? Because I asked Twitter. I asked Twitter, and I, I found the nicest account to reply to to ask this question. And it was She Knows Soaps. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a brand. You know, mm-hmm. it's got some following to it. And uh, they, they, they shared an article where the writers of GH were praising the Peter character. Mm-hmm. And of course, people were like, what is this monster? This nonsense. This is the worst thing I've ever seen in my whole life. You have ruined soaps forever. I've watched every episode of General Hospital since it started. And I fast forward now because of Peter August. All right. Mm-hmm. Goodness gracious. It makes me think of my granny. Some of these reactions. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> just, it just makes it anyway. Um, some of these reactions and, uh, and and so I, I replied to that tweet and I'm like, hey, uh, genuine ask, just not trying to start nothing. Genuine ask. Why is Caesar Faison okay and Heinrich Faison so bad? Can I can absolutely I before, answer it? Before your inner, yeah. Okay. I think you have hit the, the, the nail on the head in the past in past conversations we've had about this. I think Faison's accent and mustache twirling was a lot of his character mm-hmm. was his character smarter yes he was but if let's say Liesel said some of her lines in a straight american mm-hmm. accent california <laughs> accent yeah it wouldn't it wouldn't be my it wouldn't, <laughs> my britta Right? You know. I think a lot of it has to I do with that. I think some of it has something to do with that. I agree with you Faison, entirely. Faison, uh, yes, he was a good actor. He still is. Yes. But he had wild, like, um, kind of like Doc Brown hair yeah. from Back to the Future. Uh-huh. And he had that accent and just quirky as all get yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And no, Peter August, Wes Ramsey doesn't have he any doesn't of have that. that. No. 
He doesn't have that. No, 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 no. Uh, um, that has something to do with it from the responses that I got to them from this tweet. And I got a really a lot of really positive, really truthful, really detailed answers from this. And this is what I love about... about you, you, want, you want a smart answer. You I, don't want to... I hate him. Right. I want right? to know why. Even if the why I don't agree with, even if I think that your why is dumb, I want to know what the why is. And I have for mm-hmm. years and years and years, especially, um, I want to say over like maybe the last four or five years, of just in, engaging with entertainment on TV and then going to the internet to um, talk about it and have reactions to it. Um, there's a lot of things that people just abjectly hate and cannot explain why or is completely unwilling to explain why. Why mm-hmm. do you not like Peter? Oh, I hate him. Why do you not like Peter? Oh, I just can't stand him. Why can you not stand him? Yeah. Yeah. So. You, you and- I want to know yeah. why. I want sentences. I want a breakdown. I want. I want examples. I want. He makes me feel this because he did this. That's what mm-hmm. I want from people. Mm-hmm. Not just I hate him. I hope he dies. So I got some really good answers from that. From 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 the genuine. What is the difference between this guy and this guy? Mm-hmm. And I really appreciated the answers I got because I think that they make a lot of sense. Caesar Faison was not a full time character. He showed up, did some stuff, got beat, and disappeared. Mm-hmm. He did not stick around. He didn't. He didn't have a long romance with anybody. If Faison was on the canvas for an extended period of time, it's because he was wearing the mask of somebody else's face. Mm-hmm. Cesar Faison, as we know him, was not on as much as Peter August is. Oh, not even in close. And and you know his and and most of the time Caesar was uh, plotting in some way to get Anna in some way. Um, Whether it be in a negative way or a that's, positive That's way. one thing. So it's always, it's easier yeah. to take that, that vaudevillian villain if they're only on two weeks every eight to 12 months. Sure. You know, he comes out, pulls the mask off, and it's me the whole time. <laughs> it's yes. much easier for people to take the Scooby-Doo thing than someone that is on all the time coming up with new plans and trying to get one over on you every single week and you beat me but I'm still here and you beat me but I'm still here and you beat me but I'm still here people are tired of that and that makes sense Mm -hmm. to me Cesar Faison did not do that he got beat disappeared for six months and came back yep came back (laughs) with a new dastardly plan and the thing was he was always beaten he was outsmarted by Anna or Robert or somebody else that was on the canvas. He was bested by them. Peter is sloppy and makes mistakes. He's not being beaten. He's beating himself. Mm-hmm. Um, which makes them, in their opinions, makes Anna and Robert and them seem less effective because they were more effective at getting a better criminal than they are at getting Peter. So it's weakening... It makes them look bumbly. It makes them look bumbly. It makes them look not as good as they used to be because Faison had come off as such a stronger criminal. Mm-hmm. And all of that stuff makes absolute sense to me. I'm sorry that it gets all translated into, I hate him. Get rid of him. I'm not watching this crap. Because I think if people were more explicit about what they weren't enjoying, it might be an easier conversation to have. And you might actually get something you want out of it other than just yelling and spewing hate. A lot of times, a lot of times, um, people are not that deep within their own head. They're not trying to figure out why they don't like them. Yeah, you know that's I mean? true too. Well, if that's the case, don't go to Twitter with it. <laughs> 
just an echo chamber of I don't like this person. But whatever, you know, well, Wes Ramsey's collecting his money. Wes Ramsey's collecting and his that, money. And that's where your granny lies. That's where you made that analogy. <laughs> right? Probably. <laughs> and, oh, you guys, we're not talking about granny downstairs. We're not talking about Grandma Lou. We're Never. talking about my mom that um, passed, uh, like, about, we were three episodes in, maybe? Oh, it was pretty early on in the run. What really happened? early. You know. Really early. You know. Yeah. In any case... <laughs> All of that stuff. Good times. General Hospital. Good week. Goodbye, Jason Morgan. Goodbye, Jasper Jacks. May your Cessna crash in the ocean. I don't know what's going to happen with Jacks. I think Jacks is going to go back to Australia. It's going to, there's going to be think, a note in his house just pinned to the couch. I went back to Australia. I think, I think there's going to be a conversation with he and uh, Carly tomorrow. Yeah. And that's going to be the last of Jax, and he's going back to Australia. And I think that they're going to do the same thing with, with uh, Jax as they're going to do with Jason. They're going to leave it somewhat open-ended. So in case they do want to get a vaccine, no. perhaps they can come back. I can see I can see there being room for Steve Burton to return. I can see there being room for that down the line yeah. at some point. Not so much with uh, with Ingo. Yeah, I think Ingo, that he stepped Ingo, in it in too many different piles. I think so, too. I, yeah, you're right. But they could leave it. You know, there is really, there is no reason to kill Jax. There is, there really isn't. Unless Cyrus does it or something. But, but the, and they could always have, and they could send Jax off, you know, because they can always bring Jax back and have it not be Ingo. That's true. Maybe that's who uh, Trevor St. John or whoever it is going to be. Yeah, Trevor St. John's supposed to be there in December. We're going to see. We're going to see what happens. Well, I, don't I just know. can't wait to see Cameron Matheson, though, back in Port Charles cleaned up. I can't hey, wait. Give us some I time. Want, I, it's going to happen. I want to see, see what his regular character looks, sounds, and feels like. I want I him to keep the beard, though, because I really need him to have the beard so I don't call him Ryan Lavery for the next six, I, seven, I six to like eight weeks. To, I would like to him to keep the beard too. I want it to be a little more manicured than it was presently. Yeah, you know. But I would like to see him keep the beard too. And I don't want him. It's going to be hard not to. Uh, I don't know necessarily for him as an actor, but I don't want him to run, remind me of Ray, Ryan Lavery. I want to be fully immersed in Drew Kane. Me too. I would like that as well. I would, I would, and the the easy and okay. If if what's her name, uh, if Greenlee's coming back, um, what, what uh, 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 Rebecca Booting, Rebecca Booting, who plays Hayden, that's the name. If she does mm -hmm. wind up coming back, keep her away from 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 Drew, please keep her away from Drew because I do not yeah, need Ryan and Greenlee yeah. staring at me. It's just gonna, it's yeah, not gonna help I, me ingratiate myself to the new character. Yeah, because you know, no, I don't want to see them like that either. I, I, you know, if Rebecca comes back, because my goodness, Ryan and Ryan and and Greenlee were a super couple. Exactly. Exactly. You know, now I don't want to. You know. Yeah. Uh, do I do I care if they n never have a scene together? Of course they can have a scene together. They're supposed to live in the same town. Yeah. yeah. You know, and know the same people. Yeah. But yeah. No, It'll be like when Valentine and Martin like met each other for the. Do I recognize? Yeah. I don't think yeah. we've ever met before, but you seem kind of familiar. I just can't. Yes. Just something you, what was it? You, you seem a tad familiar or something like that? Yes. Now, <laughs> that would be endearing. Yeah. I would love that. You know, I would. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, hey, you know, we've been talking about this for like an hour no, and 15 minutes. Yeah. Have we? Yeah. <laughs> we've been on that long? Oh, Dang. yeah. Dang, my goodness. Well. It's a lot to talk I? about recently. I guess there's a lot. And we still don't cover it all. And we, we've no, been we filling still don't up. cover it all. We still don't cover we it all. But hey, you know, but you know what? Nobody's ever written us saying, how come you didn't talk about this and that? And so I think we're okay. Uh, and if and you, you guys, you know what? Tweet us. Uh, and don't. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, come, don't, don't come at it. Well, you didn't talk about this. Be like, hey, what are your opinions on that? And we'll probably answer you on Twitter. Well, yeah. I think so. we probably would. Yeah. 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 So. All right. Well, well, I get what, what's what's going to happen next is I'm going to get on the elevator. You can join me. Maybe we go back down to the first floor, get into our cars and go and spend time with our family. And, uh, you know, um, just, it's going to be okay, folks, without us. I know there ain't no sunshine when we're gone. Um, <laughs> there's only darkness when we're away. There's no sunshine when we're gone. Gone, gone. Um, it's a good thing we'll be back next week. But, you know, I don't I actually don't know the next lyric to that song, so I really can't finish that. No That's... sunshine when she's gone. Only darkness when yes, she's away. Ain't, ain't no sunshine when she's, she's gone. gone. You're always gone too long anytime, anytime she goes, goes away, away. There you go. so that's a song for your dog at home <laughs> anytime she's gone she's gone too long anytime she goes away anyway um gladys you're your queen valentine i'm so sorry Brooklyn, you're going to be fine. Maxie, don't worry. You'll be reunited with Louise in no time. Dante and Sam, I don't know, Dante. I guess just continue to take showers and miss phone calls just so we can have you not wearing clothes on TV. The only reason for that scene. Um, congratulations, yeah. Trina, for job well done. Esme, whew, your life's about to fall apart. Spencer, have fun. Jocelyn, maybe not be so intense, you know? Maybe let go of some of the animosity that you're carrying around and just try to engage with things that you're happy with rather than trying to destroy somebody that you think is up to no good. Carly. Well, you know, her mom has been a big influence. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I, I'm, I'm very aware of that. Uh, Laura and Marty, come on back. Cyrus, you too, buddy. Yeah. Chase, I don't, I don't know what Cyrus, you got yourself into, but good luck. I, I think Cyrus... W- had no intention of hurting his brother and sister. He sent them away to protect them from the whole wedding thing. Uh, yeah, Just that's something that we had theorized them. before. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna see. We're gonna I think see. he sent her away to. I think he and he he purposely made them be into a witness protectors when mm-hmm. when they didn't really need it, but he was just trying to protect them from maybe being at that wedding if things went asunder. In this jail, I'm gonna be a little more helpful than I was before. Uh, which is what I wanted. I wanted him to take a Hannibal Lecter style of. <laughs> anyway, we'll we'll see how all that happens. We'll yeah. see. We'll see. We'll see. I'm I, I'm I'm warming up the car at this point. You know, getting the heater going. Um, <laughs> in Los Angeles, you don't really need one of those. Um, it's something I've learned. Here we are, almost December, and still looking at seventy-five degree days. We're not. 
<laughs> so hopefully that'll change soon. Because you know, you know, you know what, you know what always worked for me for Christmas time is 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 the cold, is the switch, is the cold, and then it gets a little moist, and then you know rains a little bit, and then you're driving through, right? And you 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 dial your radio to you know um, the Christmas music, and you're just driving down the highway, and mm-hmm. the lights from the street hit the water drops on your windshield and look like little twinkly lights. And there's yes. multicolors this time of year, and it's just like multiplying the Christmas lights and the season and uh-huh. the festivities, and yeah. and you know. I mean, even the reflection. I mean, I guess unlike the road. Unlike the yeah, road. I guess for I guess for Christmas nerds, we really love it, man. Even the reflection of wet pavement of yeah. a red and a green yeah. traffic light. Yeah. Just a reflection of it off yeah. the wet street. Uh-huh. It's very Christmassy, me. I, <laughs> I went to Hobby Lobby yesterday. I went to Hobby Lobby yesterday to go and get some sand. And, um, mm-hmm. and I've never been to Hobby Lobby before. It's big. It's like a big department store of just crafts. I didn't, I didn't know how yes. grand it was, but it was all set up for Christmas and they were playing Christmas music and I was walking down those aisles, just looking back and forth at all the stuff. And I felt like I was 14 walking through Walmart again. Just, mm-hmm. there was something about, I don't, I, I okay. I guess the commercialness of the season makes me feel like I'm in it, but I did. I did. I felt, I felt so Christmassy walking through a department store. With decor and dee 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 dee. Yeah, I love Christmas. Dee 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 this isn't too commercial. Dee 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 it is too commercial. Dee 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 but your personal Christmas dee 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 doesn't have to be commercial unless you want it to be. Right, Matt? No, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. But it's all part of it, you know? You know? Like, it made me want to go back to back to New York City and just and walk down, walk through Manhattan during Christmas time, you know? Like... Ah, some of these visuals are great. You know, Rockefeller Center and the giant tree that they light and the ice skating rink and all that kind of stuff. You need I to go. I want to see that someday. You, you need got to, to go. That. Well, your dad and I, it's on our bucket list. Yeah. Well, you know, t- take care of it before you kick that bucket. All right. Well, I guess I we're... No, nobody cares about our real lives. I don't know what we're doing here. No, nobody nobody gives a... Nobody yes, gives they a do. flying flahooter. All right. Well, I can't... You know what? All right. Maybe they don't. However... <laughs> All you listeners out there, I care about your lives. I hope you're happy, healthy, well-adjusted, and listen to us every week. That's what I'm hoping for. And tell your friends. I've been Matt. And I've been Kat. And we'll catch you right here next time on the 10th floor. Bye.